You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy Tom here, and we are back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. And look at Gary celebrating Juneteenth. Got a do rag on. Not a do rag. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't. Know, you, can I didn't hair. you can see my I, hair over here. I didn't know if that was like a, it is a, a headband a nod to Juneteenth or what. But I, I was just. It is I, a headband. I, I didn't know. What, what is that, Gary? It's just a headband, you know. I got to give a little shout out to Taylor, Tate, Dave. As you can see, we got a little Bigfoot action walking around here in the woods. Oh, I thought that was you, Gary. Nope. I thought I'm not that big, but I just thought you just got a, a you know what? I'm just No, you know, I still got all this long hair back here. So, when I go when I try to golf or if I'm cleaning around the house or doing outside work trying to do something out there, my front hair in the front's not long enough, so I can't keep it out of my eyes with a hat on either. So, I ordered these things, and you know they're doing well. I, like I had it. so I had one, the one that we originally had from uh, the Amazing Race, a little lemon one that uh, I brought on the race. I never really had a chance to wear it, and I used that, but I gave that to my dad, and I I ordered a couple of these. <laughs> okay, all right, man. You live your best life, Gear. Oh, I don't let I nobody it, tell you anything different, never. bro. That's what I'm saying. But I really feel it's Juneteenth colors and everything. So it's really weird that the colors and everything kind of match. It's but literally you're big saying fun. that it has nothing to do with that. It's cool, bro. If you want to celebrate your 1%, man, it's cool. One, it's one and a half. Can you at least get it correct. Okay. I'm just saying. Did Gary call you on Juneteenth, D'Angelo? He did not call me and he did not receive my so phone call. I FaceTimed him, but he just ignored me. It's like he didn't no, want to talk to me. No, he was you calling me to tell me happy Juneteenth? I was just calling to say hi, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. I know, I know Tom called you to wish you happy Juneteenth. <laughs> I don't believe 100% that. One hundred percent he did. He I don't believe that for a second. Did. No, he one hundred he did because he was the reason I called you because he set me up for it. <laughs> That's uh no, I called. And just to clarify, we got a little good burger shirt going on. So another day, another victory for this guy over here, overtime. Hold no. on. Oh, no. First of all, we got to show off to Michael Scott. Yeah, we can say. Oh. Who wins? Who wins, D? See? I mean, I know Good oh. See, I'm not an office fan. I'm a Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can yeah, I take true. your order? Everybody uh, is. That's the thing. Hey, here's my question, though, Gary. Who puts you on the place where you got those shirts that you've been... Uh, uh, I just Googled something, like <laughs> cool shirt. That's why. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, get no credit, my friend. Right. Let's get let's get the podcast back on track. Right. So, your- I'll, 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 I'll give credit. The person that put me onto it was my friend named BT. So, time I can't give you any credit, but my buddy BT put me on it. So, I can't even give you the credit. <laughs> Dang, you you're gonna do that to do that just give credit away to someone else. All right, I see how it is. Got to. <laughs> well, how was your weekend, fellas? Uh I, I, I got a question before we kick off of uh how are weekends because I this question that popped up in my mind and it's very fresh and I really want to get it off and we're on the heels or we're past Father's Day. And obviously, everybody know that it was Father's Day weekend, and it's not wellly or thoughtly celebrated, uh, in my opinion. But my question is this. Is it okay? You know what? Go ahead, Gary. I'm going to let you talk about so what you, you did you this weekend. lead us into all of this, and yep. then you just... Oh, yep. Sorry, yep. guys. I'm going to let Gary Yeah, go. yeah. Give you a little... Hey, wet that little throat of yours, and won't you make you get hungry and want it. I'm going to let you go first, Gary, and then I'm going to finish that question that I started. Well, I had family in town, so they're still here right now. So that's been my weekend. I haven't really done much else other than that. So it's always good to have family and see family. So that's my normal weekend. Okay. So 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 back to mine. Back to your question. Mute. 
that's how much I want to hear your question because you're trying to make us salivate and wait for your thing. Because you decided to do that, I decided to mute you just to make you wait longer because wow. I know you were excited about it. So I couldn't let you live up to that. So I'm going to let you have to wait it out a little bit longer. So, Time, how was your weekend? Wow. You're just going to do that, man, like that? <laughs> he, he, he did to me first. I'm just repaying it. Okay. It's true. It's true. Well, I mean, I had a great weekend. I uh, got to go to a wedding, got to uh, see my sister get married. So it was a blast. We went back to Arkansas. I know D'Angelo knows a little bit about Arkansas. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it was a good time. I'm ready. I, I got some questions about Father's Day for it, but we'll move that later into the podcast. D, go ahead and uh, give us your question now. Okay, that you- you're unmuted. Okay, so uh, I had a very good time this weekend, which abs- I didn't absolutely do anything. I just kind of sat and chilled, uh, watched some Hell in a Cell, but I know we're not talking wrestling. So I guess we'll talk about that next week. Um, but anyway, as I was sitting there, I was thinking because I had an, a barrage of, and I'm pretty sure, Tom, you've had a barrage of Texas coming through wishing you a happy Father's Day, right? Right, right. Right. I, I got a bunch of those too. So my question is, is it ever okay to text Happy Mother's Day or Happy Father's Day to your ex that which you don't share kids with. You know that they got kids, but you don't share kids with them. Is it okay for you to text them and wish them a happy Father's Day or happy Mother's Day or happy birthday for that matter? So I think that depends on how if you still have a relationship, like a friendly relationship with that person. If you're still on friendly terms, then yeah, it's completely fine. But if you don't, if you don't talk to the person or anything like that, and you don't, you're not, on, you didn't end on friendly terms, and uh, no, it's not. But if you, if you still have a relationship with that person, they're still a friend or somebody you still consider close or whatever. Then yeah, I think it's completely fine, and you're, it's good to do. Yeah, I'm gonna say, especially if you don't have kids with them, and because uh, you probably don't have a relationship with them if you have kids with them. I mean, if you do. You know, that's interesting, but that, you know, right, I, right. <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell Gary talking about, but I'm I'm go ahead, Tom. You go ahead and speak the truth, brother. You go ahead and tell me you speak your truth and you tell me is it ever okay? If it is, when, if it's not, why? I want to hear you, Tom, because Gary on some I he living in the fantasy world. <laughs> well, my thing is if you are if you have a relationship with your ex, then you know it's gotta be some extenuating circumstances already. So that, you know, if you do and you already are texting, you know, fine, whatever. But if if you don't, if you don't have any type of relationship, y'all don't, y'all aren't texting. And, you know, it's even if, especially if it's not your kids, I'd say. But, like, you're reaching out to your ex, it almost seems like you're looking for a, a bad time. You're looking for a bad time, you text your ex. Because it, what it seems like is just an excuse to talk to them. You're like, oh, you know, it's almost like, hey, hey, you, what you doing? <laughs> That's exactly what it's like, Tom. So I don't know what the hell Gary is talking that was, about. He, so he literally said exactly what I say. He says, if you have a relationship with them, then it's all right. If you don't, then it's no, not. That's exactly no, that's what, not what said. he said. What he was saying was is you shouldn't have a relationship with them. Even if you don't, if you don't have kids, what type of relationship are you trying to have with them? It's like you saying what he just said was, hey, how you doing? Right. <laughs> if you have a relationship with them, if you're still friends, there's, there's said, plenty of people that are that's friends not with what their he exes. Said, that's so. not what he's saying, Gary. He's that is saying, what he why said. Would, why would you have a relationship with somebody that you don't have kids with in order to tell them Happy Mother's Day, Father's Day, or Happy Birthday? What kind I, of relationship are you trying to hold if you've already moved on? Happy Father's Day. Say what? I don't have a relationship with my brother. Like we're not dating or nothing, but I say happy Father's Day. I would say happy Father's Day to you. I say happy Father's Day to BT. That's you, a friendship. But you're not having you're not having sex with your brother though. And you know, I wouldn't be having sex with my ex either. I, no, you would, but you, explain that to the person that you you currently now sleeping with. Then no, I'm saying there there are people out there that are friends with their exes though. Like some guys and girls uh, I, both are friends with their exes. And I think if you're still friends with them and your significant other's fine with it and it's all then yeah, you have the right to say happy Mother's Day father if they're a mother or a father. I'm not saying you go out of your way to do it, because I personally don't believe you should be friends with your exes. But there are people out there that are friends with their exes. I do not believe you should be. Whoa, Gary, are you serious? I truly don't believe you should be. They're an ex for a reason. They shouldn't be your friend. We've had this conversation. 
I, uh, I truly believe if they're an ex, they're an ex for a reason. There's no reason to be friends with them. Okay. All but right. again, there are people out there that don't think that way. They're friends with their exes and other people are fine with it. And that's the case. Then it's fine to say happy mother's day or father's day or happy birthday. If you're still a friendly relationship with them, if you still keep in touch and all that kind of stuff, there are people out there that like that. Wow. It's that's, not me, but that that's interesting. So, um, we, we go to, uh, a place to eat for dinner, uh, we go get wings and stuff, um, and we just chill kind of for Father's Day. So it wasn't anything like extravagant or big or anything like that. That question popped up in my head, and I was like, it's, is it ever okay to reach out to somebody that was your ex, regardless of relationship? Like, you know that they're a mom, and you know that they're a dad, and you know you tell them, you know, happy Father's Day, happy Mother's Day. Uh, also within that, or like happy birthday or Merry Christmas for that matter. Uh, whatever potential special day it is, you reaching out to them to say something to them. Like, even if it's your ex, Gary, and they had lost a family member and you was thinking about them and like, oh, snap. Like, this is about that time where they lost a family member. You just reach out and say, hey, I'm thinking about you on this day. You know, blah, 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 blah. Is that, no, I, that's I that's going that. too far. That's just going too that. far, right? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Because well, I'm I, not, I don't have a, like, if I believe if you have an ex, you don't need to be friendly with them anymore. There's no reason. There's an ex for a reason. So there's no reason to keep a, a relationship because it's going to affect every future relationship because you had a relationship with that person before. But there are people out there that don't think that way. So if they have a relationship with them, then it's completely fine. So that's why I see how you can still say, yes, happy Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever, to an ex, but that's because of the relationship you might still have. Do I think you should? No, because I don't think you should have that relationship. Okay, so uh, within that, since we are talking about uh, Father's Day and, you know, what we did this weekend, I want to kind of stay along that theme. I have a friend, a very close friend, brother, family member, sister, mother, uh, uncle. uh, It's one of them. I'm trying to I'm trying to protect them uh, that I refuse refuse to say happy Mother's Day or happy Father's Day. And I know they got like a hell of kids. But they've never been that mother or father to the kid that they needed to be. It was more so like a sperm donor and like hasn't did anything up until this point, you know, like and don't care about doing anything. So I refuse to to the point now where I'm very particular on who I say happy Mother's Day and happy Father's Day to. I mean, as you can see, I hadn't said happy Father's Day to time yet. Because I don't know him as a father. The pictures look cool. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. So because I don't know what he's doing behind the scenes, I'm not wishing him a happy Father's Day. That kid could be having the worst time of his life. I don't know that. I don't know. Tom could be a terrible father. And for me to <laughs> let him know, like, hey, man, you're doing a great job. Happy Father's Day could be me stoking the fire on this kid having a horrible lifestyle. So until I see for myself that this kid is having a great time, I can't wish him a happy Father's Day because I don't know what type of father he is. Savage <laughs> <laughs> out here, D'Angelo. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad you're a good father, Tom, from what I've seen through <laughs> right, you know, right. social you know, media was... posts and stuff like that. Context clues, the kid look happy, but I don't know what it looked like when the camera's off. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so we actually had this conversation, I believe, already when we were talking about Mother's Day. But, yeah. uh, but I, I, but I, I can understand that aspect that you, I don't think people should get because it's the same thing with the realm with animals. You don't get Mother or Father's Day if you're a parent of an animal. Just like if you're not in your kid's life and you don't have an active role where you don't see your kids, you spend time with your kids, you should not be given the mother or father's day role because you're not in their life. You're not doing anything to help your kids. That is reserved for people that are actually in their kids' lives and doing things to help their kids. I got a question for you guys. It kind of deals with all of this. And this, I'll start with you, D'Angelo. I've been seeing an influx of memes this, this uh, Father's Day season. Where it's talking about the single moms that make Father's Day about them. I want to get your take on those single mothers, D'Angelo. Do you think that they should be able to say that they play both both roles? 
Or is it one of those things where it's like, hold up, stay in your lane, let the dads enjoy this. You got Mother's Day. Where do you fall on that issue? I, I fall on it. It's a little bit of both. Uh, I don't think that there's a woman out there that can fill the role of a man's shoe. And, I don't, and on the, the vice versa, I don't think there's a man out there that can fill a woman's shoe. Uh, so let me make sure I make that clear and say make sure I say that first. So moving forward, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have quote unquote daddy issues as well as mommy issues. Um, so no matter how much you do for a kid and how much you feel as if you're taking the role of the other parent, you're not because there's a reason why that role is played and it's played by uh, a certain number of people. Even when stepdads or stepmothers, they step in, it's still not the same uh as having your biological because it let it let us know that everything was in order when we were had and everything went according to plan uh and <laughs> when they don't you know um but again i i used to like text women uh back in the days and wish them a happy father's day those single mothers uh that i knew my friends and stuff like that you know happy father's day because you're doing the job of both parents and then, you know, it hit me like a, a, a ton of rocks because, you know, I, I didn't have a father in my life. So uh, because of me not having a father in my life, I know the issues that I dealt with. And I'm, I'm only speaking from the experience that that not having a father, you know what I'm saying? My mom tried to play both roles, be there, wear herself thin to make sure that she was every place she needed to be when I had something that I wanted to do. So I, I completely understand it, but it's nothing like having your father sitting there cheering you on the one that decided that he didn't want to pull out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm going to let y'all process okay. that one. Y'all had to process that one. He had to process that one. He just had that whole insightful And then comments. he had it like that. And then he's going to end it like that. Lord have mercy. That is <laughs> D'Angelo fashion right there. <laughs> so I, I, w- I would say, like, with that aspect, I think it. if you want to say you get Father's Day too, then you should have no problem if men want Mother's Day as well if they're a single father. Because there's people, there's single fathers out there too that are doing the same thing. So then, as long as you're fine with everybody getting Mother's Day and Father's Day as with males, I think it's whatever. If a, if a woman deserves Father's Day as well, especially if they are doing both sides of the role, they're going to try to do both sides as much as they can. And I think so. I think that's it's reasonable to think they can. But I think if they have a a man in their life, or if a guy has a woman in his life, or whatever the situation be, if you have somebody in your life that's trying, that's helping you, then no, you can't say I want father's day too when there is another male in the life of the kids whether it's not the father or not they are in that role of father that aspect so i think you can't take both mothers and fathers or fathers and mothers if there's another of the other that can help with that role in this in this relationship with you right and i can hear that because i'm i'm in kind of in a similar boat as you d'angelo where uh you know, I, I grew up without my father, so my mom played both of those roles. So I can definitely understand the single mom that says that. But it's like, to me, you know, it's it's like you said, Gary, it's like, I you know, I don't I don't see as much from the guys, the single dads that maybe there's just not as many single dads. And so... It, it sounds like you you playing the role of both parents right now as we I'm speak. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Trying to keep the baby calm. I love you. He's, it's like, you know what it is? The, he heard you saying something about me maybe not being a good dad. That's got him all messed up. Oh, uh, and and see, I I and I was just on the verge of. Wishing you a happy Father's Day and, and your son go and ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> you see what you're doing to me, buddy? <laughs> so look, you're upsetting him. You're upsetting him, D'Angelo. Uh-huh. Well, D, how about this? How about you ask us the question you had for us? And I'm, okay. I'm going to try to take care of him real quick. Okay. So, Gary, I had this question for Tom. And uh, 
I, I, I feel like it's a serious conversation that we need to have because I think it happens all over the world. Uh, I don't know how frequently it happens. I kind of want to know, but I kind of don't want to know. But when you go over to your friends and family house and you spend a night and you take your girl with you, is it ever okay for you to have sex at their house? Yes, because I'm pretty sure they're going to do it at your house if they stay there. But I think, uh, but I think part of it depends on like how long are you staying. If you're there for a night, no, you don't have to. If you're there for a week or two, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's, all, it's all on timing. I think it's on timing because if you're there for a week and you can't, I mean, a day and you can't go a day without it, then there should be there's a boundary. Now, if you're there for a week and they invite you for a week or something, because I'm pretty sure most people are going to be fine with that. And it also depends on the term of your relationship. If you're at the beginning of a relationship you're probably going to be more likely to do it. If you've been in a relationship for 15 years, you probably won't be as likely to do it because you're going to have more and more boundaries you're going to want. But with your <laughs> new relationship, you don't have those boundaries. D, how long have you been in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, girl. You finish, bro. You finish. No, I'm just saying, like, so it is, it's, I think, depends on how long you were at that, if you're visiting. It's like, if you're visiting something like, Example, if we were visiting time for a day. If you were visiting time for a day, I don't think you you would. But I think if you're there for a week or two, yeah, you're probably going to do it at least once. You're not going to want to go to a hotel just to do it. If you're visiting a buddy's house or they invite you, I think that's something if you invite somebody to stay for a certain amount of time, you know that could be a possibility. Uh, unless you lay ground rules and say, hey, you better not do that or whatever, then you can't say anything to adults. Okay, so with that with that being said, why would you lay boundaries? Uh, and 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 I'm not I'll, saying you I'm saying some people might want them if they don't want that to happen. Then you, that's all. If you don't want it to happen, you need to say that. Otherwise, they're going to do what they're going to do. I, I'm going to tell you. I, ca- I came up with this question because I, I I feel like if whether it's seven days, four days, three days, one day, two day, like you're grown. Obviously, if you say if you allow a pair to stay at your house. You got to accept the fact that, hey, they may have sex in the room Agreed. that I'm letting them stay in. So you can't be upset if they do have sex. Okay? I, I just want to make sure we make that all clear, ladies and gentlemen, that listen to us, that it's okay if you do that. Here's the problem that I have. Not letting us know by hey, just simply bundling up the sheets and stuff and saying and bringing them back and say, hey, you know, I slept on this. I'm giving them to you. So you can wash them. That kind of let us know like, oh, okay. Y'all probably did some of these. I need to wash these sheets. I would think that if you had company over your house in the first place, that after they leave, you're going to wash the sheets regardless. Out of respect for the next company that's going to come over and sleep on those same said sheets. Uh, Right? So it was an interesting conversation, but this is how I came up with it. I went to go visit Romeo uh, the other day. Can't really think of what day it was. And um, we go order some donuts, and we're in the car. And I grab a donut, and I take a bite. And he was like, hey, bro, no eating in my car. And I was like, what? If you don't shut the fuck up, I'm eating in this car, bro. I'm 38 years old. I'm not 12. The hell you mean no eating in your car? If you got dumb rules like that for grown people, (laughs) don't invite them to nothing. Is that not the dumbest shit ever, Gary? He said, no, no eating in my car. Bro, I ate that donut and the next one, too. I was like, you go, what? Then don't give me a ride anymore. We're, we're also what talking about the... We're, hold, we're, go ahead. Yeah, what kind of car? It was a... Uh, it's an Audi uh, SUV, the, the, the new one. Still doesn't matter. But, uh, <laughs> but again, we're, we're talking about the godfather that doesn't even let the kids come visit his house. So I can't give you much credit there. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what he said, bro. He was like, bro, no eating the market. He was serious, too, bro. I stopped, and I looked at him with the serious face, and I was like, bro, you're kidding me, right? He goes, no, bro, I don't let anybody eat in my car. And I looked back at this guy and said, well, shit, you going to watch me eat this donut does, today? So, my question, does he eat in his car? I, I don't know. I didn't even get to that point, bro. Yeah. But you don't give grown people a ride and then tell grown people you can't eat in my car. Well, especially if you get donuts and you're in the car with them at that time or any kind of food. You, most people, if you get fast food or any kind of food, they're not waiting until they get home to eat something. It's That's 20, just not going to happen. It's 2021, Gary. If you're an adult and you're grown, 
then I don't think that the only thing that should really apply to you are laws, and you need to make sure you abide those as close as you possibly can. But as far as me getting in your car and you telling me, hey, man, you can't eat in my car? And I, I, I didn't even ask him the reason. I, it, none of that fucking mattered to me at that point. I was like, you're telling a grown man. Like, I got in here, and I could make a choice on whether or not I could put my seatbelt on and save my life or leave it off, and you're going to tell me I can't eat in your car? That doesn't, there's no safety issue with that. You just, so first of all, you just called me a nasty person. So I get in your car, you tell me I can't eat. You just, you're afraid I'm going to drop something. So you calling me messy. So now I'm, I've taken, I'm, I'm offended by that. I'm reliving this all over again and it's making me mad. <laughs> but he was dead ass serious, bro. Who has rules like that for adults? That's stupid, Gary. That's like you coming over your house and having to sign a fucking waiver. It's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. So, so my, did you drop anything? I did not drop anything. And so, I so ate two donuts. I so that's my donuts. thing. Like, okay, I can understand. Okay, if you want to make that rule, it doesn't make sense. But like as, a, as the other adult in the car, I think you as a person, like if you made a mess, you would clean it up. I think that's the only thing. That's the reason. Like if you drop something, you'd probably clean it up. You're not going to leave it, especially if you know he doesn't. Like if the car is clean. Now if the car is dirty and you drop something, okay, you might not clean it up because, hey, it's dirty already but if it's already if it's clean and he keeps it clean i think you would clean it up i don't think you would leave it but again i agree you should not have i don't think i will never have a rule hey, you can't eat or drink in my car it doesn't make sense so you agree that it's a stupid rule yes i do i do oh. agree well my question is d if, if say, say you drop some jelly from that donut and it stains his seat to where it can't come out are you paying to get his seat reupholstered First of all, time. let's make sure we address this. He has a fucking dog, okay? So a dog that he hauls around in said SUV. So <laughs> with you saying dropping this jelly and staining this, which is far, far-fetched, far one, because I don't eat jelly donuts, but even if I did, it <laughs> would be strawberry, and I wouldn't drop it because that's the most important part of that donut. That is a true statement. <laughs> but I'm not even going to talk about that, though, because you said if I dropped it. So... In the event that I did drop it, I would clean it up. And if I couldn't in the stain, then and I couldn't clean it up where it's stained, he can't see the stain. So either way, I win. Right. Well, what I'm saying is though, if you say just say you did any type of food and you uh end up messing up his car, are you paying to get it reupholstered? It's kind of like that whole situation where you talked about if you're moving and somebody breaks something. Is your friend going to be willing to fix your car where they mess it up because they wanted to eat? So maybe he's just not trying to take any chances that you're going to be that friend that ain't going to come out of pocket for this, uh, you know, this repair. And so instead of testing the boundaries of y'all's friendship by what might happen, he's just being equal to all and saying, you know what? Nobody's eating in my car. Tom? His dog eats in the car. Time. I, I don't give a fuck what you say or anybody else say. In the event that you offer to give me a ride or allow me in your car, because I'm not just I'm not gonna just be like, hey man, let's take your car. I, I mean, not let's take your car, just force you to do something. If I be like, hey man, can you pick me up from the airport or you go somewhere or do this? I'm just know that all the there's no rules that apply to me once you pick me up, other than the fact that I'm not going to mess your car up. Okay, because this is what I told him. I said, you could tell me, no, I can't eat in your car. For sure. You can't say that for sure. Accidents happen. You you absolutely right. And I also can't tell you that he can't mess his own car up by driving it and, you know, uh, side swiping something or hitting something. You're absolutely right. He has every full right to tear up his own car. But in the event that I get in your car, whether it's you time, whether it's Gary or somebody else, and I get in there with a happy meal or whatever kind of meal you want to call it. I'm going to eat that. I don't give a fuck who you are because I'm not going to wait till I get to the house because you don't want me eating in your car. It's a stupid rule for all adults. That's so stupid. Like lifeguards at Olympic swim meets. Stupid as hell. Makes no sense. So with that being said, I'm letting everybody out there know, including you, Gary, including you, Tom. If y'all have any fucked up rules that y'all want to tell me right now, let me know. Because we can end this friendship right now. I'm good. I care less.
I, I, I hate you, Tom. You trying to you trying to get me going, man? I was so mad yeah, at wanna... him, bro, because he was serious. Like you know how when you just like I took the first bite and he was like, bro, no, there's no eating in my car, and I'm like, boy, stop fucking around. I took another bite, and he was like, bro, I said no eating in my car. I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. I'm finna eat two donuts now. So how did it go? <laughs> eat the second donut? Did he keep comment? No, he stopped. And he was mad too. To the point where his girl grabbed one and she started eating one. She was like, I don't know why he has that rule in the first place. And it let me know uh, you abide by the rule until I broke it. <laughs> uh, see, see what happens? That's what happens when you let one person, uh, you know, have some insurrection out here. You just you just create a whole wave of revolution. Go with this now, shit right here. Now this man ain't even got respect from his own girl and his own vehicle no more. All because you stepped in there. And ate a donut, two donuts, and you're like, oh, fuck this rule. I ain't worried about your damn rules. So now this man can't set no boundaries in his own home no more because of you, D'Angelo. You see what this is? You have created a wave that's going to, it's like a butterfly wing flap that's going to turn into a tsunami, and you started it. And that's all because he just wanted this one rule to be followed, no eating in his car. And that's what you did. That's supposed to be your best friend. Bro. Tom, I'm going to tell you something. I got a rule. There's no kids allowed in my boom boom room, which is my basement. Every day there's kids in my basement, bro. They don't care about my room. They don't. That's because you don't enforce it. I I do enforce it, but I can't stop them. I can't stop them at all. Let me clarify this. He says he enforces it, but he has the indoor roller coaster down there for them. He has pinball (laughs) machine for them. He has all this stuff for them to play down in the basement, but they're not allowed down there. Explain that to me. Yeah, I'm just, but but that's my whole point, though. That's my whole point. This is very similar to what I'm saying. Kids down there. Why do you have this this Neverland of play toys down there for them to go play with? That's just like me saying, well, if you don't want me eating in your car, why do you pick me up at lunchtime? Right. Well, you, you, you're right, but I'm saying you could wait till you get home to eat. You know, the um, chances of anybody waiting to not eat their fast food until they get home, that's the reason for fast food. <laughs> you're telling Bro, me you can sit in a whole car, you pick up food, and you're going to take you 20 minutes home, you're not going to touch one fry? Get out of Fries. If there's fries, I'll grab a fry. I don't. I don't trust someone. If you order from a place that gives you fries, and you get fries, and you don't reach in that bag and grab at least two to three fries, the straight out the gate when you first get them, I don't trust you. You're a serial killer <laughs> because that's that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, and if you have a girl that's in the passenger seat that says she don't want any fries, you're supposed to order double fries, or you ain't gonna have any fries by the time you get home. There's <laughs> rules out here. But that's that's eating in the car though. So you also, based on what you just said, that you wouldn't follow that rule and not eating in the car either. I mean, I'm saying is I don't I don't personally have a rule of no eating in the car. No, but if, if you got in a car and someone says you can't eat it, but you, he got you brought you to get fast food and you get fries, you're not eating a fry. No, I'm going to stick my head out the window, grab a fly out of there. <laughs> You're still eating in the car. <laughs> I'm going to say. You got to set your whole body out the car. That you would even try to <laughs> abide by that rule. <laughs> like, right. they just got to know that me eating in the car comes with picking me up. Well, they ain't going to pick you up no more. I'm cool with that. You might be I, I know who to call time. and who not to call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get I'm, look, no, I, I don't ride with them. I'm not. It ain't going to impact our relationship in terms of how much we talk or how much we hang out. It's just going to impact it from a standpoint of I'm never riding with you because I'm always hungry and I always got snacks. I'm always pulling them out of somewhere, like especially when I travel. That's what happens when you have kids. You always got to have snacks on you. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. And I'm not going to not eat them. Like we got a rule in our car too. No eating. But guess what? When we hungry and we go out, we eat in the car. <laughs> well, that's know, just what it is. That, but that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, if you got a rule and you really want to abide by that rule, you have to enforce it across the board, or nobody's going to take you serious. So that's why, you know, I don't know why he has this rule. Maybe we have to bring him on, or maybe you can talk to him See, on Toxic Tuesday. I, like, I only have one rule uh, at my house. One rule. And 
even if D'Angelo's kids break that rule, I know D'Angelo's going to pay for it because it's the only rule I have. The kids can do anything in my house. The only thing they cannot do is mess with my Swarovski crystals. That's the only thing nobody can touch because those are not cheap and they're all Disney. So it, 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 it brings the kids in, but that's the only thing. And I know if these kids broke one, that he would replace it. If he wouldn't, Reese yeah. would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's but see, the that's only the one. They can break anything else. They just cannot <laughs> uh, break these. They've broken everything but the Sorcy Crystals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they know that, so they don't go near it. You guys know since the beginning of time, we've been doing the one thing that we can't do all the way back to Adam and Eve. But what I'm trying to get at is, Let's rewind back to D'Angelo's first question about uh, having sex at somebody's house. First of all, I feel like D'Angelo was questioning us, Gary, so that he knew if he could trust us to come over to his house and stay. First of all, I feel like that was a no, that was a tryout. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, I, just, I gave I, him my I, honest answer, and we agreed. So <laughs> look, look, look. I, I don't. Again, I don't have a problem with either one of y'all having sex in my house. Just be, just be respectful, man. Don't be all loud and shit in there, man. Well, like well, I, I got to answer question. Mind? Is because I sleep in his basement and I sleep naked. So oh, naked as hell. <laughs> he hates like, that. <laughs> I'm talking about like no clothes on at all. Just like, man, you need to probably take a shower, man, before you get on the couch. <laughs> so my question is, Dave, what if you said, all right, I got a rule. You can be naked in the basement, but just don't come upstairs. Don't come upstairs naked. I'm, let's just say for the sake of it, the kids are going, you know, at the grandparents' house or something. Because obviously that would make it a little bit strange. But say it's just you and the wife walking around, and Gary's like, oh, I ain't hurt nobody walking around naked. I'm going to walk around naked anyways. I personally wouldn't do that. It's their house. Hey. But that's, that's, that's his car. That's his car. He don't want you to eat in. No, but I would still sleep naked. If he told me I couldn't sleep naked, I'm sleeping naked. You could say it all you want. I'm still going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to be there sleeping what? next to me, so it ain't going to matter. That's what I'm saying. You're not asking for permission. You just trying to you just trying to see how you gonna form this lie when they ask you. That's all you doing. You just got to know how good this lie got to be when they ask you. Like, hey, bro, was you down the neck? And, nah, man, I had clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't confirm it, you deny it. <laughs> but here, here's what I was asking about the. Uh, do you know if like has he always been a car person, or is there some reason why his car is like meaningful to him, or? Or what? Because you know, some people. He, he, like I said, he has not. He doesn't even let his godchildren come to his house. Oh, he he's he's somewhat of a neat freak. I'm not even gonna lie. He he want to make sure everything's clean. It's where it's supposed to be. Stuff like that. And I know this. I I know this about him. But at the same time, I'm not gonna not be me. I'm not gonna not eat because you got a, a OCD obsession with being clean. I'm damn it. I'm hungry. Like if you was hungry, I would expect you to do the same thing. So, again, and I say this with all the utmost respect for him, but fuck him. I, I do. I, I don't, I'm eating his car. And the, the funny thing is, he would do the same thing if D'Angelo made a rule. He would do the same exact thing to D. Because that's just their relationship. That's how that's how me and D's relationship are. I can make a rule for him. It don't matter. D's going to do what he wants. Just like if he makes it for me, I'm going to do what I want. Right. Oh, 100%. Like when we go out to eat, it bothers me. That Gary would get two or three entrees just to taste it, not to eat right. it, just to taste it. And I tell him, I was like, dude, I hate when you do that stupid stuff, bro. Like, stop doing that. And he does it every time. And he know I absolutely <laughs> hate it. It drives me insane just to taste it. Like, oh, okay, I like that. But he'll as, eat as it. The but Angela if he don't says, like it, he'll just sit there. As the Angelo said, I'm grown. <laughs> <laughs> He grown. Yeah. He got his own thing. It, it's not my fault that it was your turn to pay. Like I can't yeah. help that. that that's, that's one of the main reasons too, because I'm I'm paying for it. But I I do want to get your thoughts on this, uh, guys. Since you know I am the only ethnic person on this podcast, uh, so I want to talk. One and a half. Guys, thank you. One and a half. Percent. That shit don't count. You got to be more than three, man. It, for it, to it count. was it was more than one until I came back one and a half, and then it went three. <laughs> I like how that happens. Yeah. But I, I wanted to talk about Juneteenth, man. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I, I've had a lot of conversation about it at my my house. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys have had much in your house because, you know, you guys are not as dark as I am. So, 
you know, it may not mean the same thing to y'all as it mean to me, but just want to get your thoughts on, on Juneteenth, uh, it becoming a federal holiday and then, uh, we can move on since, uh, you know, we've talked about everything else on this podcast and do you even understand, you know, Juneteenth as it sits? Cause I've, I've, again, I've had this conversation a few times in the house. I want to have it right now. So I think it is absolutely ridiculous that any of the senators tried to block it being a holiday, a federal holiday. To me, it does not make sense. It is something that it's common sense should be a federal holiday. Like it, 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 they have so many different federal holidays for everything, for so many different things. Some of it doesn't make sense. They still have, they get days off. This is something that is truly meaningful and should have it so the fact that there was even centers that tried to deny it, i know there was only a few but they voted against it it just blows my mind that that was even an option but I, that's things we have in everything in our world we have people that get upset about so many things i i'm not I'll, I'll bring up what i another issue that i had that i saw over the weekend but this is after we finish this conversation but uh yeah i definitely think it should be because i think it is it's a it's a big aspect. It's something that definitely needs to be more attention brought to, and it needs to be, it should be a federal holiday. What about you, John? Oh, yeah. I don't think without a doubt, uh, you know, it should be recognized just because it is so important to a large uh, people group. So, you know, I don't know what the issue was, but, you know, much like, much like the original, you know, because the Emancipation Proclamation was, what, a couple years before the Juneteenth? Uh, you know, official date where I guess Texas was the last ones to hold out with the slavery. Um, so it's like you, it seems like you're always going to have those people that just aren't ready to accept, you know, certain things. And, you know, with the whole Juneteenth, some, some people look at it as, you know, a political agenda or, you know, it's kind of like <clears throat> on the same track of when people were, you know, mixing up Black Lives Matter, the message slash movement with the group. And not being able to be on board with understanding, you know, what it actually means. And so I think that's what you're dealing with here with people pushing back is like people don't want to feel like they're giving in to whatever they think the Juneteenth political movement is about instead of just getting to the heart of it. Of You know, this is when a certain group of people officially were free in this country, you know. Right, right. Uh, and, and just to let you guys know, our listeners know that uh, if you don't know what Juneteenth is, January 1st, 1869, uh, Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation of Proclamation to free all enslaved to rebellious states. Uh, right. Uh, it's been arguments on why he did it, uh, him being a good guy or whether he did it to weaken the uh, South forces against the North in order to, to take control of it. Uh, you know, we, we, we don't know. Well, in June 19th of that same year is when uh, Texas, uh, apparently everybody got the word, but the people in Texas, the Texas, the people in Texas didn't want to release their stronghold on their slaves. And then on June 19th, uh, 1869, that's when they found out like, oh, we're free. And so that sprung up June Juneteenth, which everybody in this country was presumably free at the time. And, and that's what Juneteenth is about. I don't know if you knew that, Gary. I don't know if you knew that time or the listeners. I just wanted to make sure that they knew that. Um, but we can go ahead and we can switch gears, uh, time. Yeah, so, no, I had, I had something real quick. So it it's it taught it plays a little bit into the aspect of what time was saying how people always have an issue with something they, and i don't know why some things people have an issue with but did y'all see the stuff with lynn Man manuel miranda's new movie no uh, -uh. what you got so he made it uh, obviously uh the uh in the heights was a musical he created came out and he has a black lead and it's all latino cast well people came out and said he didn't have enough afro latinos in the movie and were hating on him 
But we're talking about a guy who has done so much for pe- all people of color, and he had black actors and Latino actors playing presidents that were white in the hit play Hamilton. But he's getting all this hate for it. He had to issue an apology. He he didn't have to. He issued an apology saying he hurt everybody and he's sorry there wasn't more representation. But this movie was a full Latino with a black lead in it. And people are hating on him for it. I don't understand why there's hate on some things, especially for somebody like him who's done so much for all people of all colors. Like, I just don't understand why there's there's that out there. Why somebody who's doing so much good is getting so much hate for something that he's doing positive with. Like, well, I just blows so, my mind. So people, people make a decision on whether or not they want to see you from the surface or if they want to see just how deep uh, your roots run. So there's two type of people. The people that want to see how deep your roots run versus the people that just clearly want to see you for surface things. The people that want to see you as surface things don't know that all the stuff that he's he's done for all the Latinos, the blacks, or whatever the case may be, the whites, or whatever select group of people that they feel like they marginalize. Well, when they go back and they dig through their roots and they've already came out and said, hey, we don't like what it is that we like, they kind of got to stick to their guns. It's 2021. When you say something, you got to be wholeheartedly with it. You can't be sometimes with it and sometime against it, depending on you can't be situational. You either for it against it and people hold your feet to the fire. You can't be both. Uh, And so because of that, it always seemed that people are riding, you know, both sides to the fence, if you will. But I I, I get what you're saying. I I think it's crazy. But I I don't know why he had to issue an apology, why he felt he needed to issue an apology when he's done so much. That's the thing that bothers me is, is like it's like a you're just hey oh I got to issue an apology so I don't get all this backlash but why are you getting the backlash you shouldn't be getting any backlash anyway so I feel like you're just caving to the a very small group that's raising a lot of a noise for nothing I feel like you don't you shouldn't have to do that that's that's the thing that kills me is I just don't understand why people are apologizing for things like that when there's so- nothing to apologize for so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, Gary. I gotta make sure I let you know that I subscribed to this. I, and and I had this conversation in time. We can end the podcast after this. And this is just me, my honest opinion. And I know that it's probably gonna get me ripped up for it, but this is truly how I feel. We we got on the conversation of kids getting suspended from school, whether it's high school or whether it's college, for doing things. Uh, not on school campus. I do not agree with that. I do not agree that, you know, whether it's saying a racial slur or anything like that in the comfort of your own home, I don't think it should get you expelled from your schooling, uh, whether it's high school or whether it's college because you didn't do it there. But now it's one of those things where they say you represent the place that you attend. And it's 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 crazy to me because, you know, I, I was I was reading a story about a high school where a guy got into a fight or a kid got into a fight with another kid. Wasn't on school campus. It was another uh, another kid wasn't on school campus, wasn't at a bus stop. It wasn't on school property or related at all. Got into a fight and then he got suspended from school. I was like, what? That makes no sense. It's stupid. But just all these rules that are associated with. It. So I don't subscribe to those those type of things. So when you said what you said, you know, I'm it's it's tough for me because I mean, it kind of happened on the job, but it didn't, but I don't think he should be faulted for it because it's his past philanthropy with said group that they said he marginalizing. Well, it's it's but he, but he did though. The lead was a black latino that that's the lead of the movie and they just said they didn't have enough of them. Like everybody else in the film is latino. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, for me, it just, he's done so much. I just don't understand the hate, I guess. But like you said, somebody has to find, well, I know time is it. Somebody, you got to find somebody. They're always finding something to be mad about. Whether it has anything to do with anything, people just nowadays, especially with social media, they got to be mad about something and they got to give a, get a chance to talk about it. Whether it actually means anything or not, people are just mad about everything nowadays. Yeah, but you 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 get that opportunity though, man. You live this long, Gary, and you know you've experienced what you've experienced. You're gonna be grumpy and pissed off and mad about something. I mean, at at, at this point in your life, man, because I was I was talking to my father-in-law, 
and we had this conversation because I, I was like, damn, man, you complain about everything. He was like, yeah, it was a point where, you know, nothing bothered me. But then you get to an age now where it's just like, you know, hell, <laughs> you sitting out here too long bother me. <laughs> I said, damn. But it, it, it just makes sense. So everybody's at that age now being in this pandemic where they just like, dude, so, like it's just like you being at home with your father or your mother or somebody in the room. You you in there for too long. You just like, damn, man, why don't you leave? Go somewhere. Well, that's what the pandemic is doing to us right now. <laughs> we're staying at home and we're grumpy as hell and we don't get an opportunity to tell the people that we're in the house how we feel. So we lash out on social media. We got to find something that we don't like there because we can't win and lose all these battles at the house. We got to win somewhere. So we taking it to social well, media. We taking our fight there. So, so what you're saying, you're, you're telling me once, since everything's opening back up, finally, you're telling me all that's going to stop. I'm not saying it's going <laughs> to, I think it's going to taper down for okay. sure. It's 100% going to taper down. Uh, and that's just my opinion. You know, it's just, it, <laughs> we just got to get in our groove, but I'm telling you right now, I caught myself doing it the other day. Like I was scrolling through like Twitter and I was just answering people back. that wasn't even talking to me. And I, it was like upsetting me. And I'm just like, oh, calm down. Take a breath. You're acting like the majority of the people that are acting in 2021. You need to get your shit together. I checked myself and I came back as me. I, I didn't apologize. I just kind of act like it wasn't me that sent those messages. <laughs> That's what we do in 2021. <laughs> Right. And, you know, unfortunately, I think that's the cancel culture that we live in where, uh, you know, I do believe there is lots of strides to be made as far as equality. And, you know, we're getting better slowly, but eventually, you know, trying to make everybody happy every single time that you do something is going to wear you out because you just can't because people don't think the same people don't have the same values. So you're never going to make 100% of the people happy with what you're doing. And I don't know if you guys have watched The Heights, but I watched that movie. I thought it was a great movie. Obviously, I don't know much about that Heights culture. I'm not from New York. I never lived there. I'm a white guy. But I felt like they did a great job of portraying, you know, the diversity of culture that does live in that area. Um, but again, like I said, I don't know for sure because I'm not from The Heights, but, you know, it was a very... Uh, culturally diverse movie and like like Gary said when you're someone that's always um, trying to push that uh, into the forefront I don't see why now you're getting attacked for for this and it's and it's it's just, it's just confusing and and it just makes it's the moments like that where you know you feel like people that you're on their side or on their team but then they turn on you because you don't do it exactly how they would or how they want you to you know, and it's just like, it, it's pretty crazy that that can happen. And, you know, I, I kind of feel your pain, D'Angelo, as far as you're talking about when you get online and you feel like you just have to respond to all this hate and criticisms and stuff like that, because that's the day in the life of a LeBron fan. But let me talk to y'all real quick. Uh, don't you do this. Don't you do this. It's over with. It's over. We, we not, we're not talking about KD and the Brooklyn Nets. We are not talking about any of that. We are getting off this podcast. We out. We, we thank y'all for joining us. We are not having this conversation. We are not having this debate. We have never, ever compared KD and LeBron and, and Kyrie Irving and all of that. We're just talking about having supporting cast, uh, not having supporting cast. There's nothing there to talk about. In fact, time mute, mute. Mute. In fact, mute. Mute. Mute that ass. Yes. So, so Gary, you know, we want to uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us today. Uh, we hope you have a beautiful Monday morning and Monday evening and a great work week. And we'll see y'all back next week. We out. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 